Hello, and welcome to the Equiline Podcast. I'm Dr. Wendy Corin. And I'm Dr. Dave Lundquist. And today we want to talk to you about common misperceptions, or as we like to call them, myth perceptions, because people often not understand the tools and techniques you use or we use, including chiropractic, including kinesiology taping, including fascial work, in acupuncture, in uh, massage. There's so many myth conceptions out there. So today, I thought we would address a few of them. And as chiropractors, we have had our share of myth perceptions. Like, once you go to a chiropractor, you have to continue to go the rest of your life. And my answer was, you don't have to do anything. And there is nothing about feeling better that is programmed into your adjustment that makes you need it, want it, crave it. However, once you learn that there are better ways to feel, once your animal starts running faster and moving better, your awareness increases and you may notice the need for care sooner. It's really, really interesting. Today there was a comment on my TikTok feed, thank you for five million views, uh, that said they were told in a class that kinesiology taping on animals was not appropriate. And it's only not appropriate if you're using duct tape. Well, <laughs> yeah, that div, do not. We, will, we rarely say things emphatically. I will qualify everything and say maybe sometimes. No, you can put duct tape on the bottom of a hoof of a horse where it is not going to influence the amount of breathing that skin is able to do. So when we say kinesiology tape, we mean cotton tape with adhesive on the back that breathes and stretches and is healthful. The point being, though, that someone says something emphatically from a position of power as an instructor, and sadly, it's not questioned enough. So we invite you to question us. You, we invite you to say, where does your information come from? And if you can teach us a reason to change our minds, I will tell you, mine loves taking in information. So from our perspective and in our podcast, we're going to speak to you from our experience, from our research and our knowledge, understanding that this is our perspective. Please use what's useful to you. And please don't bash what you don't agree with. Just don't use it. Try educating yourself. That's the biggest thing we can say is read, gain knowledge, get input. Fine thing, be able to think for yourself. I think today's society, we let Facebook and Twitter and everything else think for us. Let's take some time and educate ourselves to find out what's really going on. Because you don't have to go to a chiropractor. It's amazing to be addicted to health for a change, but you don't have to see a chiropractor to do that. No, and you don't have to put tape on in order to improve mobility. It's just useful. And on that way of thinking, 
One of the reasons I love mentorships and one of the reasons I love having students and people come and follow us around is, don't trust my words, that's okay, experience it. Come and notice what the horses and the dogs do, and the cats more recently, following their adjustments, following their taping, following their fascial work, see how they respond, listen to the sounds they make, really experience it for yourselves. And we're not saying come to visit us. Obviously, we're in Florida. Now is not a good time to come and visit us. Go where it's being done and observe with your own eyes and your own criteria. In addressing this particular comment that it's inappropriate on animals, I would respond with, my experience is it's more effective on animals because of the receptors and the hair follicles and you actually get a more dramatic and faster reaction to your proper taping technique, even quicker than with our humans. And with animals, there's no placebo effect. We're not going, gee, I wonder if it's going to work. And you don't have to worry about the person going, gee, I don't think it works. Or maybe it did work. Or all the interjections that come from conscious mind. When you're dealing with an animal, it either works or it doesn't work. And if it doesn't work, that doesn't mean tape doesn't work. That may mean your technique that you applied at that time wasn't the effective means of therapy that that animal needed at that time. It could be you just need to take the tape off and do it in a different way. And maybe you'll get a different result. But if you keep trying the same thing over and over again and getting the same result, the result that you don't want, you need to try something different. And a lot of times it is the sequencing. You know, I, I just refuse today to just tape an animal because in my experience, the sequencing matters a lot. We will often end our care for the day with taping. After we do what we do, that which we do best, which happens to be the adjustment, then doing the fascial work to see if there's anything else that that animal is communicating with us that is restricting its ability to feel and move optimally. And then you, feeding the brain, taking the tape and saying, here's your new normal. Begin to fire the muscles, begin to respond differently because now you have new input coming from the body that's been adjusted and that has been addressed, increasing flow, increasing glide between the tissues. So the sequencing matters. Yeah, and just because you think you know what the issue is, doesn't really mean you know what the issue is. You're guessing. And as you'll learn, that one of the things they told us at uh, at, what was the name of the big clinic? Uh, the big medical clinic everyone goes to up in Wisconsin. Mayo? Mayo. Mayo Clinic. Go. Mayo Clinic said that 70% of their initial diagnoses are wrong, and they're the best in the country. So just because you think you know what's going on doesn't mean you do. And if you go to a professional for their opinion or their evaluation, 
you follow through with what they believe they need to do to come up with the best possible scenario for treatment. So when someone comes to us and say, well, just take this, well, that, uh, that, that limits our scope, it limits our ability. And then if it doesn't work, they go, oh, that taping didn't work. Well, maybe it wasn't a taping issue to begin with. Maybe there was something else involved and we need to dig a little deeper. We need to go a little deeper. We need to do what we do. We're not tapers, we're chiropractors. So yes, we're gonna evaluate the musculoskeletal condition. We're gonna evaluate neurologically what's going on. We wanna see with our own eyes, feel with our own hands, take in as much data from that animal as we possibly can or a person as we can before we get involved with any type of treatment and decide what's best after we do that. It's um, one of my favorite sentences to say is we are a tool. We're a tool for our clients to use as part of their healthcare process. And when used correctly, you get the best possible results. So when an intervention, whether it's from a physical therapist or a surgeon, whether it's allopathic, homeopathic, naturopathic, or I don't know, pathic, <laughs> it's really about the right tool at the right time in the right place. And to quote me, a fork in your eye is not a bad fork. It is a bad technique. And I mean that very, very seriously. It, it's one of those things that sticks with me. If people have a belief system, that's the box that people have put you into. When someone questions you as a practitioner or as an owner of an animal or as a trainer of an animal, it's because their perception of you is limited by either something they've made up, something they heard, or having seen you in a moment of the tens of thousands of moments of your life. And what we like to do is clarify. Say, taping isn't the solution to all things at all times. Taping is a tool to be used in proper sequence with many other things, and we are team players. Any animal you see in, in, that we will have our hands on has their veterinarian that we've discussed it with and work with in conjunction so that that animal gets the best care. If the saddle doesn't fit, the horse is gonna be sore. I don't care what technique you put on underneath it. So if we play nice, everybody gets to feel better. And another thing I hear is, oh, the, that fascial tool, that hurts them. Well, and again, like Wendy said, it's the technique. And I'm going to tell you right now, you can use that fascial tool as hard and as deep as you're possibly humanly capable of doing. And guess what? You're not going to hurt that horse. Have you ever see horses stand next to each other in a field and kick each other? Now, I don't know about you. I've been kicked across a stall by a horse. I'm going to tell you right now, that hurts and it puts me out of commission immediately. The horses can stand right there and they kick each other and you can't even, they don't even flinch. They get kicked and they just look at the other horse like, yeah, watch this. Usually. Usually. <laughs> Usually. Depends on where. <laughs> yeah, but, it depends on but, where they're kicked, for sure. So, again, it's like Wendy said, it's technique. It's the technique that you use. Educate yourself on how to use the technique. It's not depth of penetration. It's not force. It's frequency. 
the frequency you use the tool, how you use the tool, the depth, the penetration, the angle, all makes a difference. And that's part of the education, not just grabbing a stick and start rubbing it on your horse. You have to have education, knowledge how to use the tool, how to interface with the nervous system in the brain to help that t tissue heal. And that's really where a lot of the myths come from, is someone watches a YouTube video of someone taking a mallet to the horse's head and they say, see, I told you it was mean and evil. I'm like, yeah, that is mean and evil. It's not what I do. You see somebody using what they will call fascial work and what they're really doing is beating on something with a tool that looks like something someone else would do. So uh, suspend your judgment. If you are going to evaluate something, evaluate it by the people who are doing it, who get results, who actually care. Follow in the footsteps of those that you would like to emulate. And the less attention we give to the people who are doing things inappropriately, unless they need to be stopped, the better off it is. So rather than commenting on a negative post or saying, but you're wrong and I'm right, move on, do it better. I find that more than any other myth buster is saying, watch this, post a before and after. If you're out there doing this work, please start videoing your befores. I know we go into a situation, we get our hands on a dog or our hands on a horse or a cat, and we go, oh, I so wished you could have seen how so awful they looked, times. right? So I mean, many like, times we said okay, that. Okay, I'm now working at handing the phone and say, please video the beginning of this. Because sometimes it, <laughs> I'm speechless and that's rare. Sometimes the results that you see are so phenomenal that, and you want to be in the moment. So delegate it. Hand someone your camera when you go to put your hands on an animal and say, please video this, and then video the after. And as you look at it, those myth conceptions, those belief systems, I, I can't tell you how often we get, well, isn't it dangerous? No, simply no. Done correctly at the right time for the right reasons, it's advantageous. Everything is dangerous if it's done incorrectly, inappropriately, and at the wrong time. Uh, the dog you had the other day, what, 15-year-old dog, couldn't sit, uh, difficulty walking, and they've, the vet had recommended bilateral hip surgery and the owner wasn't quite ready to do that to a 15 year old dog because the chances of recovery are not weren't good and it's a big dog it's no little dog it's a big dog and they wanted to try some alternative stuff they found us they gave us a call we evaluated uh, Wendy adjusted that dog and taped it that dog sat immediately perfectly which it hadn't been able to do and walked completely normal. So we explore possibilities. Uh, one of my favorite cases was just like that up in New York. And um, I actually, you know, 
did numerous videos, that dog could not sit, had not sat in two years. And the coolest thing was I adjusted, I taped, and nothing happened. Absolutely nothing happened. And I had a major sad face. And I said, well, you know, it's leave the tape on. Let's see what happens when the brain has a chance to accommodate. Uh, and let me know if you notice anything. And I get a text, all in exclamation points, in the morning, dog sat, dog sitting outside the paddock, looking at the horse, the dog is sitting in the uh, golf cart. Two years later, the dog is still sitting. So just watch, watch what's working, emulate what's working. We had that with a horse this week too, where the horse, could not lay down and, and was obviously uncomfortable, had a full-on veterinary care that made difference in the horse's comfort, not in its ability to lie down and, and certainly not in its ability to roll over and move freely. And, and the that, vet recommended us. Which so is always know. nice, yes. yes. Again, we are team players. We invite you to be team players. It takes a village. It takes sometimes many villages, a continent, and uh, waterways in between to help the animals we care for and love. And this horse got down more comfortably and rolled. And, you know, that's why we get up in the morning. This is why we do what we do. We bust those myths. We do what is in our heart with a proper intent, which I think is one of the biggest things is what's your intent? And knowing your intent and having a belief system that goes with it, faith, confidence, belief in your product, services, and ideas. Thank you, Dr. Jim. Goes way back. But it's the truth, it's what works, it's what we follow, it's in our hearts, and it's who we are. So if you want to address the myths, intent, education, and technique, take that with you. Go forth and make a difference in the world. Thanks for listening. I'm Dr. Wendy Corin. And I'm Dr. Dave Lundquist. Have a great day.